John Stanko of ICGales.com being joined by Lillian Thomas, new member of the Iona College Volleyball Program. Lillian, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you handling the, the crazy life that we've been living through for the past five months? Um, I mean, it's obviously different, but I was fortunate enough to come in the spring, so I know most of the girls on the team, and we've just always been talking throughout the whole time. And then over the summer, we started doing like a book club with our newcomers, so we've gotten to know each other pretty well over the summer and through Zoom. All right, book club, that begs the question, what books are you guys reading? Yeah, we read um, Chop Wood, Carry Water, and it was just more of a book that focused on like a mentality and what we want to be like going into um, like the school year with. Obviously, sadly, we don't have a season, but things that we can bring into practice and stuff. And what did you think you learned most from, from, being, a, being, from being on campus in the spring? What do you think you learned most from being around the team and kind of around the culture? Yeah, our culture is, I mean, I think our team's absolutely amazing. Um, everyone's there for each other, like always positive. It's like a second family. Obviously, my home's in California, so I'm pretty far away. Um, but I absolutely love it here. It's like little home and a family over here. What's the difference, biggest difference between being a West Coast girl, Cali is your home, but now coming to the East Coast? What's the biggest difference in terms of like maybe people, the way they live their life? Um. I actually prefer the East Coast. Really? Um, yeah. I I don't know. I just love it out here. It's it's very different, I would say. Like, where I'm from in California, um, just, like, very peppy. And I just like the lifestyle out here better. It's very, like, genuine, more, like, relaxed. And I don't know. It's, it's just it's really nice. Like, everyone's so nice out here. It's amazing. All right. Well, you came to the East Coast to play volleyball for the Iona Gale, so let's get to know your volleyball history a little bit. Lillian, I kind of want to ask you first, what's the first memory you have of playing volleyball? <laughs> um, my first memory was, um, like, very, very first tournament. I couldn't serve a ball over the net overhand with my hand open, so I would serve it with a fist to get the ball over the net. So it was a picture that my dad took of me and I'm like trying to serve the ball over the net with like my hand and a fist hitting it over. Yeah. I had to do that before when I was younger too. I, sometimes I still go <laughs> underhand just to make sure I get it over and keep it in. Yes. Um, so do you have a favorite memory from playing volleyball when you were younger? Like either memory of you playing or memory of you watching volleyball, anything like that? Um, I can't like pick out anything that's like, Oh, this is for sure. My favorite memory. I just think for me, it's being able to be on the court with my best friends every day and like playing a sport we love together and just growing together. Like I've seen some of my best friends since like I started playing. I was 10 when I started playing and I'm still friends with them, still talk to them. And it's like absolutely amazing to see where they go and everyone across like and how they're doing and their teams. Who got you into volleyball for the first time? Was it you randomly picking up a ball on the beach or was it part of your family members just bringing it to like to rec center? How did you first get into the game? Yeah, so um, I actually started playing soccer when I was little and my dad coached me and he played soccer. Um, and then, I don't know, I was a really scrawny kid, so it wasn't really working out too well. So I was like, okay, let's like try something else. So then I tried out for my first volleyball team and uh, – then I just absolutely loved it. And my parents were like, okay, you're going to have to pick one, volleyball or soccer. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to pick? No. <laughs> I was so sad about it. But ultimately, like, I chose volleyball, and obviously I don't regret it. 
do you have a volleyball player that you love to watch or kind of model your game after, whether it be like a fellow college player or an old teammate you had or a professional, someone like that? Yeah, so mine's actually my club coach, um, Juan Figueroa. I've been training with him for like five years now. Um, he was a very successful player. He's from Puerto Rico. Obviously, he knows SIE and everything. That's how we got in contact. Um, but just someone who, like, I, he's just absolutely amazing. Like, I look up to him and the way he plays. I look up to him as a person, a mentor, someone, like, I like to model my game after and, like, my lifestyle after. We talk a lot more, obviously, than just volleyball because we've known each other for so long. What was it like the first time you talked to Iona head coach, S.I.E. Velez Perez? How did that kind of conversation go, and how was that relationship built? Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. So um, I was in the transfer portal over Christmas break, and I was talking to my club coach. I was like, I just don't really know what I want to do next semester. I don't know if I want to, like, stay at my old school and just go back and obviously not play when you're in the transfer portal. But just kind of, like, see what I want to do, feel it out, or if I want to jump on something in the spring. And he goes, wait. I know someone. I was like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, he coaches at Iona College and just pulls up a FaceTime. And I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> so that was actually the first time we met was over FaceTime during one of my privates. And then I texted him after, got on the phone with him. And I was like, I have to take it. I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to regret taking this. This is something like I have to get on. It's definitely an opportunity of a lifetime. And I wanted a coach that like, I've known before I didn't want to go into something just completely blind, not knowing a coach whatsoever. And I mean, he's absolutely amazing. Like cares so much about each, um, each one of his players. Yeah. He is a really lovable guy and he's very, very entertaining on the sideline. I can tell you that for a <laughs> yes. um, So obviously much of the matches you're going to have practices. So I want to ask you, what's your favorite practice drill? When coach says this drill's coming up, you get extra amp to kind of, to kind of play this certain game um I love six on six I just think like it combines all our drills together and everything we've learned and it's like okay go and like you kind of treat it like a game because I mean that's what a game is um but if we're gonna do specific drill I don't know anything I love defense I love defense um I don't know I like everything I mean, there's not really, there's obviously a lot for my position, but passing, digging, second balls, serving. It's not like I'm going to go up and hit a block, no. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm just like so grateful to be on the court. So whatever coach really gives us, I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, let's go do it. Let's focus for however long, the 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes that we're going to do this drill. We're going to like all work hard throughout the whole day. I'll be focused. Then when it's done, we get a water break. Then we get a water break and then we go back again. So. What do you think is the most satisfying thing you could do on the court? For instance, is it a fantastic serve that just lands beautifully in and they have no chance of getting it? Or is it the best dig that demoralizes the other team? What is the most satisfying thing that you could do on the court? Um, for me, I think it would be a really good dig. But as a team, I love when my teammates get stuff blocked. So, like, I think it's the best feeling ever. So I was like, thank you. Now I don't have to do anything. <laughs> so I love that so much. And like our blockers just line up so well. And like, of course, the hitter isn't expecting to do get stuffed. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, let's go. Let's do it again. So that's my favorite. Do you have any pre-match rituals that you do before every single contest? Um, I love to chew gum. So that's definitely something I do. Um, 
and I love just listening to music, hyping out with my teammates. Um, but then like when we get on the court for warm up, like I start like really dialing in and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I see myself doing for this game. Um, I like to visualize a lot too. So when we're in warm ups or when we're watching the other team, I'm like, okay, so how would I pass this serve? How would I pass that? Dig that dig. No, dig that hit. Sorry. Um, how would I dig that hit that that person just put up? Where am I going to go when this person hits or this person serves? Um, so I like really scout the players when the other team's warming up. Uh, so yeah, you have that intimidation glare where you're just looking at the other side of the court, kind of just eyeing them <laughs> what they're doing the entire time. Yeah, I I look <laughs> I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? I'll, I'll do that. That's fine. <laughs> Remind me never to get your mean mug. I don't want to look at your mean mug. You're going to intimidate me. Uh, so you mentioned music that you used to hype up. So I want to ask you, what are two or three songs you have to have on your warm-up playlist? You have to okay. listen to before every game. I love Beautiful People by Ed Sheeran, I think. Oh, my gosh. Wait, can I look this up? I feel, I'm yeah, going to feel absolutely, bad. Yeah. I actually like, started making a warm-up playlist over quarantines. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, Bum de Bum by Keys and Crates, I think. That I mean, it has no words. It's just all like hype. I don't know. I like that song. And then I don't know. I don't really have like certain ones, but that one has to be on the playlist. And then before or after games, it's definitely Beautiful People. Yeah, it is by a trip. Beautiful people by a trend. I can't really think of a third. I don't know. I love all music. Like you could pretty much put anything out there, except for Taylor Swift. But <laughs> other than that, like anything, I don't know. You could give me like the slowest country song, and I'll be like, okay, let's get hyped to it. Like if this is what we're given, we're doing it. So, how do you get hyped to a slow country ballad? I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta make it. I mean, I, I, that's how I see it. I have to make something good out of everything. Like, everyone asked me, they're like, oh, how was your summer? I was like, it was great. How was yours? They're like, oh, quarantine. I was like, I was in my backyard all the time. I don't know why that was bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just always try to look for the positive than, like, looking for something else. All right. So, speaking of hype, I want you to brag a little bit for a second. I want you to tell a story where you were just absolutely in the zone, the most hyped up, where you just absolutely dominated a match, or it can be an entire season, but just a memory you have where you know that you are on your game and you just kind of, you're at your highest level. So brag a little bit. Give Brie a little braggadocious. Um, so mine was actually at my old school, and um, my coach put me in for a match, and, well, okay, I'm starting over. Okay, so mine was actually at my old school, and I've always been a more defensive player. Um, obviously, my passing is still good. It has to be good. Um, but I go in my first, first match. I get 37 digs, and that actually tied the school's third um, third best digs in a match. And it was in a four-set match. I was really proud of my performance. Um, that's not a lot of people. Someone could – some like, people can't do – they can't go out on a first match and just – dig almost 10 balls a set. So I was really proud. My teammates were obviously behind me and super proud of me. Um, but yeah, I think that also goes for like the person like I put for was my travel roommate. I, I don't know. I miss and love her so much. Um, and she was like, you know what? Just go out there and do well. You got it. And I was like, okay. Nothing really like phases me when I get on the court. I don't, I try not to think. 
I'm very like, okay, I'll just go and do it. Like, there's just no reason to think. Like, you've done it before. There's muscle memory. Like, I've almost been playing for 10 years now. So I'm like, I, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So that's definitely something that I'm still really proud about. Yeah, you kind of let the instincts take over in that moment. Yeah. So uh, last question will be this. If, if I were to ask your former teammates, your former coaches, your friends, three adjectives to describe you, what three adjectives would those be? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a hard worker. If you don't have that, <laughs> there's no reason for you to be playing sports. Um, and then they would also say I'm really resilient. I think just like my mindset too. I'm just like, go, 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 go. And then you get that like what, 10, 20 second break maybe when a service serving. And then other than that, like you're right back on your game. Um, and then I think they would also say that I'm calm and level-headed. I don't try to get too high and too low during matches because I feel like that just creates like a ripple effect because if you're up by like five points and you get like so, so hype and then you're like, oh my gosh, no, now we're almost tied. Then you're like, okay. But if you just think of like every point as a new point and you need, like you need point one to get to point 25, like play them all the same. That's how I would go about things.